Yes, praise be to God. I hope you're safe. I hope the Lord has kept you safe and sound. This is a day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and we shall be glad in it. Thank you for taking time to join us for our time of the study of the Word of God. Here, we study the Bible. And uh, we aim to study from the book of Genesis to Revelation by the grace of God. We have done 37 books of the Bible. And if you've not been able to listen to all the podcasts we've done uh, straight from the book of Genesis, I ask you to please uh, go ahead and visit all podcast platforms like Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, you name it. You will find us there, and I believe the Lord shall speak to you even as you listen, because this is the thing. There is no limitation to revelation. God reveals his word to every single person who shows the need. If you want God to speak to you, he will come, and indeed he will uh, speak to you. You can also visit our website, BibleIndepth.com, and there you will get to know much more about the network. You'll access different resources uh, that we have as a network, and I believe you shall be blessed now today we hope to complete the book of zechariah and uh tomorrow we shall be completing the old testament and uh we want to start with chapter 8 where we stopped yesterday and says the the word of the lord of hosts came saying thus says the lord of hosts i'm exceedingly jealous for zion yes with a great wrath i am jealous for her thus says the lord i'll return to zion and i'll dwell in the midst of uh, Jerusalem. Then the, the then Jerusalem will be called the city of truth, and the mountain of the Lord of hosts will be called the holy mountain. Thus says the Lord of hosts, old men and old women will again sit in the streets of Jerusalem, each man with his staff in his hand because of age. And the streets of the city will be filled with boys and girls playing in the streets. Thus says the Lord. Yeah, he's speaking about that prosperity and peace that is going to come to Zion. Yeah, and he says, if it is too difficult in the sight of the remnant of these people in those days, will it also be too difficult in my sight? He's saying, if they think it's impossible, because right there, Israel has no strength, Israel has no army, they're just out of captivity. Yeah, practically, there is nothing they have to show that they can even fight and uh, gain back the supremacy they once had. But uh, for him, is giving them hope that you will have this peace again. You will have this uh, hope uh, of your own autonomy again. And his, in their eyes, it seems impossible. But God says, if it's impossible in your eyes, do you think that it is impossible in my eyes? Yeah, the things that look impossible in our sight with God, that's not the case. Everything with God is possible. And that's the hope we move with. That the God we serve, the God we have, is always a God of possibilities. doesn't matter what uh, issue it is. With God, all things are possible. Yeah? And he's asking them that. Thus says the Lord God of hosts, Behold, I'm going to save my people from the land of the east and from the land of the west, and I'll bring them back, and they will live in the midst of Jerusalem. And they shall be my people, and I'll be their God in the tr- in truth and righteousness. Yeah, those who went into captivity, they shall all return. That's what he's saying. And he says, "Let your hands be strong, 
you who are listening in these days to these words from the mouth of the prophets, those who spoke in the day of the foundation of the house of the Lord of hosts was laid to the end that the temple might be built. For before those days, there was no wage for man or any wage for animal. And for him who went out and came in, there was no peace because of his enemies. And I set all men against another. But now, I will not treat the remnant of these people as the former days. He says, you who are left shall have better days. You'll see better days, for there will be peace for the seed. The vine will yield its fruit. The land will yield its produce, and the heavens will give their due. I will cause the remnant of these people to inherit all these things. It will come about that just as you were a curse among the nations, O house of Judah and house of Israel, so I will save you that you may be a blessing. Do not fear, let your hands be strong. There was a point where these two were looked at as cursed. Remember when we, read, when we were reading the books of the prophets and they would pass by and hiss and say, what happened to this of the Lord? Are they cursed? No, he says that time is going to come to an end. And instead of people hissing, they will now say, what a blessed nation, because it will be a blessed place. For thus says the Lord of hosts, just as I purpose to do harm to you when your fathers provoked me to wrath, says the Lord, I have not relented and I have not relented. So I have again purposed in these days to do good to Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. Do not fear. These are the things which you should do. Speak the truth to one another. Now he's giving them terms. These are the terms that their fathers refused to obey. And when they refused to obey, they went through that experience. Now for him he's saying, now these are the things I want you to do. You people, I'm considering you again, but these are the things I want you to do. Speak the truth to one another. No lies. Sometimes you need to understand that there are things you need to get out of your life for God to do his work in you. Yeah? There are habits you have to fight and let God take over. And for them, he's starting by saying, speak the truth to one another. Judge with truth and judgment for peace in your gates. Yeah? Also, let none of you devise evil in your heart against another. And do not love perjury. For all these things are what I hate, declares the Lord. It's the same things he told his their forefathers, and they did not obey. Now he's telling them again. Then the word of the Lord came to me again, saying, Thus says the Lord of us, the first of the fourth, the first of the fifth, the first of the seventh, and the first of the tenth month will become joy, gladness, and cheerful feasts for the house of Judah. So love, truth, and peace. Thus says the Lord. It will be that the peoples will come, even the inhabitants of many cities. The inhabitants of one will go to another, saying, Let us go at once and entreat the favor of the Lord, and seek the Lord of hosts, I'll also go. So many peoples and mighty nations will come to seek the Lord of hosts where? In Jerusalem, and entreat the favor of the Lord. That's the promise he's giving to them. In those days, ten men from all nations will grasp the garment of a Jew, saying, let us go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. They will know about me. They will know about the God you serve. They will all come, people from all places, wherever it is in the world, they will come and say there is the God of the Jews we want to worship. And today, by the way, that is a fact. The God we worship today is that God. Yeah, We all want to associate with him because he's a powerful God. He's the creator of all. All nations now, it's not just, just about 10 men. The 10 men here may imply multitudes will go and will say we want to worship that God. And that has come to pass and we see it today. Yeah, the burden of the word of the Lord is against the land of Hadrach. 
with Damascus as its resting place for the eyes of men, especially all the tribes of Israel, are toward the Lord, and Hamath also, which borders on it. Tyre and Sidon, though they are very wise, for Tyre built herself a fortress and piled up uh, silver like dust and gold like the marvel streets. Behold, the Lord will disposes her. Now this is judgment to other nations, yeah? And he will cast her wealth into the seas. Remember, Tyre was bordering the seas. Yeah, he says all that will come to an end. That which they thought was great, the wealth which they thought they had, shall come to an end. And he tells them, and she will be consumed with fire. Ashkelon will see it and be afraid. Gaza too will writhe in great pain. Also, Ekron for expectation has been confounded. Moreover, the king will perish from Gaza, and Ashkelon will not be inhabited. And the mongrel rails will dwell in Ashdod, and I will cut off the pride of the Philistines. I will remove their blood from their mouth, and their detestable things between their teeth. Then they will also become, they will also be a remnant of our God, and be like a clan in Judah, and Ekron like a Jebusite. But I will camp around my house because of an army. Because of him who passes by and returns, and no oppressor will pass over them anymore. For now I have seen with my eyes, rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout in triumph, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and endowed with salvation, humble and mounted on the donkey, even on a colt, the fall of a donkey. Yeah, And he goes on and tells them, I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim. Now, there is consideration here being given uh, about the one, the king that is coming with salvation. Yeah, The king that is coming to them with salvation. And he does not come just for the Jews, but also for the Gentile. Yeah? And uh, Matthew chapter 21 verse 5 says, As Tell ye the daughter of Zion, behold, the king comes unto you meek and sitting upon an ass, and a called the fall of an ass. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them, and they brought the, the, the ass and the colt and put them on their clothes, put on them their clothes, and they set him thereon. Of course, now, this is in reference to what is spoken of by Zechariah here, that there is a great one who is coming, and that's Jesus, who's being referred to here by Zechariah, that he will come, yeah, and he will be the hope, he will be the salvation, yeah. And he goes on and says, and the horse from Jerusalem, the bow of war will be cut off, and he will speak peace to the nations. When Jesus comes, he speaks peace to the nations. He speaks peace to all nations, not just uh, about Jerusalem, but all nations, all peoples receive that peace. Lord, When Jesus came, he came for all of us, for you and me, for the Jews and for the Gentiles. And that is the beauty that we share in that grace. We share in that um, saving grace of Jesus Christ. And it says, and his dominion, dominion will be from sea to sea and from river to the ends of the earth. He has control over all places. And as for you also, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I have set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold, O prisoners who have the hope. This very day I'm declaring that I will restore double to you. For I will bend Judah as a bow, I will fill the bow of Ephraim, I will stop your sons, O Zion, against your sons, O Greece, and I will make you like a warrior's sword. Then the Lord will appear over them, and his arrow will go forth like lightning, and the Lord will blow the trumpet. He will march in the storm winds of the south. The Lord of hosts will defend them, and they will devour the trample, 
and trample on the sling stones. They will drink and be boisterous as with wine, and they will be filled like a sacrificial basin, drenched like the corners of the altar, and their Lord God will save them in that they, as the flock of his people. For they are as stones of a crown, sparkling in his hand. For what comeliness and beauty will be theirs. Grain will make the young men flourish and new wine, the virgins. Of course, here there is hope being spoken for Israel yeah, as a nation. And it says, ask, for, ask rain from the Lord at the time of the spring rain. The Lord who makes the storm clouds and he will give them showers of rain, vegetation in the field to each man. There are things that look very uh, unbelievable. Sometimes you need to understand the power that you carry as a child of God. Asking for rain in places or in times where there is no rain is something you can do as a Christian. I see sometimes we pray for rain, and indeed it comes. In times where there is no rain, in drought and all that, here they are also told, ask for rain. Yeah? Does he know that you need it? Yes. But he tells you to ask for it. Yeah? And this is telling to his people. His people is talking to Judah. He's talking to Israel. Yeah? Ask for it. Yeah? For the teraphim speak iniquity, and the diviners see lying visions and tell false dreams. They comfort in vain. Therefore, the people wander like sheep. They are afflicted because there is no shepherd. My anger is kindled against the shepherds. Here God is speaking out and saying the people who are supposed to lead are instead leading astray. People are wandering. They are going all ends and there is no leader. Yeah, And he says, I will punish the male gods for the Lord of hosts has visited his flock, the house of Judah, and I will make them like his majestic horse in battle. From them will come the cornerstone. From them the tent peg. From them the bow of battle. From them every ruler of all of them together, they will be as mighty men, treading down the enemy in the ma of the streets in battle, and they will fight for the Lord will build them. And their riders on their horses will be put to shame. And I will strengthen the house of Judah. I will save the house of Jacob. I will bring them back. Yeah, he says, because I have had compassion on them. When God has compassion on you, he will fight for you. It doesn't matter what, uh, in what image Israel was being seen at that point. If God has his compassion on them, once again, he will consider them. And they will be as though I had not rejected them. Yeah? He's saying, you look at them and say, I thought God had rejected you, but no. The grace upon them will be as though God had not rejected them. For I am the Lord their God, and I will answer them. Ephraim will be like a mighty man. When they talk Ephraim, they imply Israel. And their heart will be glad as if from wine. Indeed, their children will see it and be glad. Their heart will rejoice in the Lord. I will whistle for them to gather them together. For I have redeemed them, and they will be as numerous as they were before. When scatter, when I scatter them among the peoples, they will remember me in far countries. Israel, all Jews have been spread all over the world. Yeah, and like we looked into the history when we were looking at the history, some earlier episodes, we saw them getting back to their new formed line in 1948. But they were spread everywhere, and wherever they were, some of the reasons they were being killed, all hated in the nations that they are or they were in Europe and wherever it is, was because of that. They kept their culture. They had a blessing upon them and they grew in number, numerous of them. And that's a promise that was given to them that even in the far countries, God would remember them 
and they, they with their children will leave and come back. This will so come to pass, yeah, from uh, slightly before 1948 and even after 1948 when they gain independence as Israel, they start to return. This prophecy comes to pass. We have seen it come to pass into their own uh, nation. I'll bring them back from the land of Egypt. I'll gather them from Assyria, yeah, and uh, I'll bring them into the land of Gilead and Lebanon. Until no room can be found for them, they will pass through the seas of distress, and he will strike the waves of the sea, so that all the depths of the Nile will dry up, and the pride of Assyria will be brought down, and the scepter of Egypt will depart, and I will strengthen them in the Lord, and in his name they will walk, declares the Lord. Remember, even in Egypt they were there. Yeah, they, uh, in all this terminal conflict, Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, People ran off and they made livelihoods back to back in Egypt and across the world. But there's a promise for them to return and uh, stay in their own land. Open your doors, O Lebanon, that a fire may feed on your cedars. Wail, O Cypress, for the cedar has fallen because the glorious trees have been destroyed. Wail, oaks of Bashan, for the impenetrable forest has come down. Yeah, there is a the sound of a shepherd's wail, for their glory is ruined. There is the sound of a young lion's roar. For the pride of Jordan is ruined. Thus says the Lord, pasture the flock doomed to slaughter. Those who buy them, slay them, and go unpunished. And each of those who sells them says, Blessed be the Lord, for I have become rich. And their own shepherds have no pity on them. For I will no longer have pity on the inhabitants of the land. But behold, I will cause them to fall, each into another's power, and into the power of his king, and they will strike the land, and I will not deliver them from their power. So I pastured the flock doomed to slaughter, Hence afflicted the flock, yeah? And I took for myself two staffs, the one I called favor, the other I called union. So I pastured the flock. Then I annihilated the three shepherds in one month, for my soul was impatient with them, and their soul was weary of me. Then I said, I will not pasture you. What is to die? Let it die. And what is to be annihilated? Let it be annihilated. And let those who are left eat one another's flesh, and I took my staff, favor, and cut it in pieces uh, to break my covenant which I made with all the peoples. So it was broken on that day. I had... So it was broken on that day, and thus the afflicted of the flock who were watching with me realized that it was the word of the Lord. I say to them, if it is good in your sight, give me my wages, but if not, never mind. So they weighed out 30 shekels of silver, as my wages. Then, there is something here being mentioned about this weighing out of 30 shekels uh, of silver. It takes us to Matthew twenty six fifteen, and said unto them, What will you give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And they covenanted with him for 30 pieces of silver. Yeah? You remember who that was? Yeah? That was Judas. Hmm? 27 verse 9 of Matthew. Then it then was filled, fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet saying, and they took 30, then and they took the 30 pieces of silver, the price of him that was valued, whom the children of Israel did not value. Yeah. And gave the, them from a potter's field as the Lord had appointed me. These 30 pieces of silver being referenced to here automatically are referenced. In Matthew. So I took the 30 shekels of silver and threw them to the porter in the house of the Lord. Then I cut the pieces. Then I cut in pieces my second staff union to break the brotherhood between Judah 
and Jerusalem. Then the Lord said to me, Take again yourself the equipment of the foolish uh, shepherd, for behold, I'm going to raise up a shepherd in the land who will not care for the perishing, seek the scattered, heal the broken, or sustain the, uh, the one standing, but he will devour the flesh of the fat sheep and tear off their hoofs. Woe to the worthless shepherd who leaves the flock. A sword will be on his arm and on his right hand. His arm will be totally withered and his right eye will be blind. The burden of the word of the Lord concerning Israel comes out. In chapter 12 here, Thus declares the Lord, who stretches out the heavens, lays the foundation of the earth, and forms the spirit of man within him. These are things uh, that are spoken of God and we know that. He stretches out the heavens. He's the creator. Yeah, he laid the foundation of, of the earth. He knows it. He formed man. There are people who think they, they are the ones who created themselves. Or they came out of some beast somewhere. No. God is the one who formed man. Yeah. Behold, I'm going to make Jerusalem a cup that causes reeling to all the peoples around. And when the siege is against Jerusalem, it will also be against Judah. It will come about in that day that I will make Jerusalem a heavy stone for all the peoples. All who lift it will be severely injured. Those who touch Jerusalem, eh? it's, it's what he's implying here, will be injured. And all the nations of all the earth will be gathered against it. Now, God places special interest on Israel. And many who attack it fail, even today. Even those who want to attack Israel. When you get and read, go check the news, go check documentaries, the power and the might and the, spe- the special anointing that is upon that nation, that all who try to touch it fail. And it's talked about here that all nations will even be gathered against it. Yeah, All nations of the earth, they'll come out and try to fight it. In that day, declares the Lord, I will strike every horse with a bewilderment and his rider with madness. But I will watch over the house of Judah when I strike every horse of the peoples with blindness. Then the clans of Judah will say in their hearts, a strong support for us are the inhabitants of Jerusalem through the Lord and our of hosts, their God. Yeah, When they try to attack, they will fail. Yeah, In that day, I will make the clans of Judah like a fire pot among the pieces of wood and a flaming torch among the sheaves, so they will consume on the right hand and on the left uh, of the surrounding peoples, while the inhabitants of Jerusalem again will dwell on, on their own sites in Jerusalem. The Lord will also save the tents of Judah first. So that the glory of the house of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem will not be magnified above Judah. In that day, the Lord will defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And the one who is feeble among them in that day like, will be like David. And the house of David will be like God, like an angel of the Lord before them. In that day, I will set about to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. This we've seen and we've spoken you try to attack them, you're in trouble. Yeah? And I will pour out on the spirit on, on the house of David and in the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplication, so that they will look on me whom they have pierced, and they will mourn for him, as one mourns for an only son, and they will weep bitterly over him, like the bitter weeping over a firstborn. In that day there will be great mourning in Jerusalem, like the mourning of Hadadrimon in the plain of Megiddo. The land will mourn, every family by itself, the family of the house of David by itself, and their wives by themselves, and the family of Nathan by itself, and their wives by themselves, the family of Levi by itself, and their wives by themselves, the family of the Shemites by itself, and their wives by themselves, all the families that remain, every family by itself. 
and by themselves. Yeah. So there, there is a promise for Judah to have the hand of the Lord, to watch over them. The grace of the Lord is upon Israel even up to death today. Yeah, you do not touch Israel. It has the favor of God upon it. Those who touch it, there's a promise of trouble over them. In that day, a fountain will be opened for the house of David and for the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for impurity. It will come about in that day, declares the Lord, that I will cut off the names of the idols from the land and they will no longer be remembered. I will also remove the prophets and the unclean spirit from the land. And if anyone still prophesies, then his father and mother who gave birth to him will say to him, You shall not live, for you have spoken falsely in the name of the Lord. And his father and mother who gave birth to him will pierce him through when he prophesies. So it will come about in that day that the prophets will each be ashamed of his vision when he prophesies. And he will not put on a hairy robe in order to deceive, but he will say, I'm not a prophet, I'm a tiller of the ground for a man sold me as a slave in my youth. And one will say to him, what are these wounds between your arms? Then they will say, those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends, awake or sword against my shepherd. And against the man, my associate, declare the Lord of hosts, strike the shepherd that the sheep may be scattered. We use this a lot. That uh, when the shepherd has been touched, then the sheep are scattered. Of course, in reference to Matthew chapter 26, verse 31. Oh, then Jesus said unto them, All you shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad. Yeah, Because when the leader has been pulled down or brought down, then the rest do not stand. Even Mark 14, 27, Jesus says again, All you shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered yeah when the leader falls or when the leader has been brought down then it's always not good for the flock yeah and there's a big discussion surrounding that maybe one time we shall discuss it and uh, but we even handled it when we're looking at the shepherd yeah that the shepherd is key to stand when the shepherd is out those who he has been leading most likely fall with them. And I will turn my hand against the little ones. It will come about in all the land, declares the Lord, that two parts in it will be cut off and perish, but the third will be left in it. And I will bring the third part through the fire, refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested, and they will call on my name and I will answer them. I will say, they are my people. And they will say, the Lord is my God. And that is what we proclaim today, that he is our God. And he says, he comes out and says to us, that you are my people. We shall conclude with chapter 14. Behold, a day is coming for the Lord. When the spoil taken from you will be divided among you. For I will gather all the nations against Jerusalem to battle. And the city will be captured. The houses plundered. The women ravished. And half of the city exiled. But the rest of the people will not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations as he fights on the day of battle. In that day, his feet will stand. He says, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which is in front of Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives will be split in its middle from the east to the west by a very large valley so that half of the mountain will move toward the north and the other half toward the south. 
you will flee by the valleys of the of my mountains for the valley of the mountains will reach to Ezor yes you will flee just as you fled before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah king of Judah we looked at this earthquake recently yeah then the lord my god will come and all the holy ones with him in that day there will be no light the luminaries will dwindle when they're talking luminaries they mean the sun the stars everything that brings light onto the earth will be out for it will be a unique day which is known to the lord neither day nor night but it will come about that at evening time there will be light in that and in that day living waters will flow out of jerusalem half of them toward the eastern sea and another half toward the western sea it will be summer as well as in winter yeah and the lord will be king over all the earth in that day the lord will be the only one and his name the only one that day is coming my friends it's being spoken of here by zechariah but it is coming where they shall we shall have one king only one and there won't be any other they won't even be a single molded calf there won't be any single molded wooden thing that is called a god being worshipped everyone on earth everybody that exists then shall be worshipping the one and only god all the land will be changed into a plain from Geba to Rimon south of Jerusalem but Jerusalem will rise and remain on its site from Benjamin's gate as far as the place of the first gate and the corner gate and from the tower of Hananel to the king's wine presses people will live in it and there will no longer be a curse for Jerusalem will dwell in security now this will be the plague which the Lord will strike all the peoples who have gone to war against Jerusalem their flesh will rot while they stand on their feet their eyes will rot in their sockets their tongue will rot in their mouth this is those who are against Israel hmm? it will come about in that day that great panic from the Lord will fall on them and they will seize one another's hand and the hand of one will be lifted against the hand of the other judah will also fight at jerusalem judah also will fight at jerusalem and the wealth of all the surrounding nations will be gathered gold and silver and garments in great abundance so also like this plague will be the plague on the horse the animals totally yeah all of them shall suffer the same then it will come about that any who are left of all the nations that went against israel will go up from year to year to worship the king those who have been saved they will go and worship him that lord of hosts yeah and it will be that whichever of the families of the earth does not go up to Jerusalem to worship the king the lord of hosts there will be no rain on them yeah and if there is no rain it means you will starve and die so there will be no option but to worship the king if the family of egypt does not go up or enter then no rain will fall on them yeah it will be the plague with which the lord smites the nations who do, do not go up to celebrate the feast of booths this will be the punishment of egypt the punishment of all nations who do not go out to celebrate in that day they will be inscribed on the bells of the house of the horses holy to the lord and the cooking pots in the lord's house will be like the bowls before the altar every cooking pot in jerusalem and judah will be holy to the lord of hosts all who sacrifice will come and take of them and boil in them there will no longer be a canaanite in the house of the lord of hosts in that day that day is promised some of the things when you read you wonder have they been fulfilled how will they they be fulfilled how will they come out 
uh, in fulfillment as per what the prophet said. But when the word of the Lord has come out, indeed it will be fulfilled. We shall see it come to pass because the Lord has said it. And that marks the end of the book of Zechariah. Tomorrow we shall look at the book of Malachi. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your with us and you love us and you care for us. May you bless us and prosper us in all things. We exalt you. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.